Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is show 281 for the week of July 30th. This week I will be playing a discussion Ryan and I had about easing into the day of your first day of your Walt Disney World vacation. This recording was made while we were driving through the night to Michigan. We also recorded some other discussions that I will feature at a later date. Roy pointed out several great ways to enjoy your first day, whether you visit the parks on that day or opt for something else. Sit back and come along for the ride. And by the way, in case you haven't figured it out, it will just be uh, me, uh, as Adam's not in the studio. I am actually working with some new equipment here, so if it sounds a little funny, that's probably why. Uh, hopefully, though, this equipment uh, soon into the future is going to help uh, Adam and I to be able to do some more Skyping and uh, give us a little more uh, flexibility on how we record the show. So uh, enjoy the show, and I'll be back after uh, the recording's over. Okay, everybody, this is uh, more of a continuation of the road trip shows uh, for Walt Disney World that Roy and I are doing. Say hi, Roy. Hey, everybody. Okay, on this one, we're actually going to do uh, uh, just talk a little about um, arriving within the bubble, within the Disney parks on your first day, and how to kind of ease into that. And I guess everybody has their own way of doing it. Roy was kind of discussing with me a little bit of the things he was like to do, uh, likes to do when he first arrives. And so I thought, well, we'll throw that out there and, uh, you know, I'll see what I can kind of come up with other than what I normally do, which is basically, well, let's put it this way. The last time I arrived in my room at 11.06 in the morning, and at 11.11 I was leaving my room heading to the parks. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I have problems easing in. So maybe this can help you and me. This will, uh, I think this will be time. kind of a therapy session for you. Yeah, it's, it could very well be that. So and I may need that. Yeah. Seeing as how I'm leaving here in about 30 days, so to keep from driving everybody that I'm with out of their minds, this this could be good. So anyway, um, we're cruising down the highway. It's two o'clock in the morning, and so let's talk Disney. Well, what do you do when you get there? I mean, what what? Hopefully you've got an early flight and you can land before noon and get to the resort, you know, by lunchtime and and get your hopefully your rooms ready, which always makes it a little easier to yeah to ease in. But even if it's not, you know, if, if the room's ready, it's nice to get the, get get up there, kind of get checked in, check out the room, kind of you know get comfortable, and then just kind of sit down and take a deep breath and. Uh, before you head out, and, and we usually don't hang out in the room very long, but uh, we like to, I think, almost always go to Epcot first, and just, it's the park, I think, that is typically the the easiest to meander around and just kind of soak up the world and, and, and what's going on and what's around you, and just kind of start, you know, kind of sipping on, on, on Disney, and, you know, we used to be when the kids were little we'd go to Mexico Pavilion and, and get lunch because it'd be about lunchtime when we got there and just sit there by the water and just be real glad that we were sitting at Walt Disney World for you know whatever it was going to be a week or whatever but uh, we like to go to Epcot and, and just ease into the, the and it doesn't take long before you're heading off to an attraction but uh, I think it's a real nice way to get your body and your spirit acclimated to, to the world. Yeah, and you're not, because let's face it, you're still 
you're tired because most of the time if you've taken an early flight you've been up for a long right. a lot of hours and probably not a lot of sleep because everybody was excited the night before and which I've dealt with that um, and so yeah I understand that yeah it would be it's nice to to get into the parks and get the feel of you know being back in there again but and at the eat, same time and eat, you know a lot of times it's right, lunch time when, when we get there so sit down and, and have something to eat and, and hopefully where you can really kind of see see the park and, and see the people and, and just again just the anticipation and the excitement is kind of welling up in you and, and you're just kind of using into the day and so I, yeah, I could share a little bit of an experience there of uh, when I went in with uh, my son and we went into Hollywood Studios and of course it was um, we'd flown got to the hotel hotel room was ready but we still decided okay great let's drop our stuff and head to the parks went to Hollywood Studios and it was Star Wars weekend and so it was nuts of course it was first weekend and there we were going into the parks and immediately you kind of get hit in the face with wow I feel tired and I don't really feel um, I don't really feel like I'm almost not ready just start directly into exactly. this and so what we did was cut out not out of the parks we just went into sci-fi uh, dine-in and it was great to get inside the darkness you rest your eyes and, and then of course you're resting your body at that point because you're kind of sitting down and then you eat yeah and it's amazing how much just eating and doing that little bit of just hanging out resets you to get ready to start the rest of the day because as soon as we came out of there it was like we'd been there the whole time you're ready to go because I mean, we were... when you're sitting there you're talking you're you're talking about what you maybe want to go ride, what you might want to do later on that day, and and you're you're just kind of in in the moment, and you're just little by little sipping on on the experience, and, and like you said, when you get out of there, like all right, let's do this thing, right? Yeah, and you were ready. I was ready at that yeah. point. I felt like I could think straight where before I was walking in circles. Yeah. So yeah, and that was an ugly experience. So and that that that, that plays in. I think a lot of people who don't go on a regular basis or maybe have never been and they go down and they just jump right in and try and try and hit every attraction they can and you know we've all seen people down there that are just screaming at their kids and they're not happy yep. they're fighting kids are crying and yep. and you want to stop them and say well, what are you doing uh, <laughs> this is supposed to be you know the trip of your lifetime and just relax and I'll tell you I did find yeah um, this last time out I am one to try to hurry in too much, but I think I, I kind of went into Soren. I wasn't. I had other stuff to get done, and then I was looking to do an attraction. And I think I just went in, and I didn't. The fast passes for Soren were gone because it was later in the day. But I had no problem with just kind of hanging out and waiting in line, and just kind of. I don't know. It acclimated me to where I was at and what was going on. Yeah. And then after a little while, I was onto the attraction. That was kind of a cool way to start things out. I think I jumped from there, then went over to Spaceship Earth. Yeah, again, nice you're, you're, you're inside, you're kind of easing into it. I, I think it really has a big effect on, on your trip, how you started. So do you think uh, doing maybe a sit-down meal would be better than trying to do counter service or something? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, like I said, we used to go to, to Mexico, the, the, the outdoor restaurant and sit, sit on the water. We've gone to you know, Tokyo Dining and, and got a window seat and had some sushi, which 
which is obviously a great way to start the trip. But again, I think anywhere where you can be have have the park and people in view it helps get get your juices flowing and, and helps you kind of get get geared up for the adventure. So I don't I think necessarily table service, but if you can sit by a window or outside, all the better. And yeah, there's a lot of areas to do that in, in the Epcot yeah, the World exactly. Showcase, especially now with Mexico kind of being exactly. expanded. Um, even though I'm not real crazy about their food. I know, um, I know, I'm with you on that one. They, but they, if you just want to get a place to sit out on the water, you can get your food right. and hang out there for quite some time. Um, I actually did that even when I was in Mexico. I actually had a computer with me and other stuff going on. So I took the advantage to just sit there for a little while and take my time eating and just hang out, enjoy the scenery and the water. Yeah, and, um, and again, if you're if you're with your family, to have the conversation and about hey, what do you guys want to do next? What do you you know what what do you really want to ride today or where do you want to go today? What's the most important thing for you to get done today? And, and kind of check expectations and and then have a have a game plan for when you get up and again get. Get, get to work <laughs> yeah yeah and it is I think that you're right though it's nice it's a nice Epcot's a nice park to um, to do that kind of day in because mm -hmm. when I think about ending your day with Fantasmic Fantasmic is kind of busy yeah and if you're tired and it's been your travel day and then you're into the parks I don't know that Fantasmic you're going to get the full effect of it yeah um, I mean if you've got a, a dining you know package it it takes a little bit of the sting out of it, but if, if you've had to wait in line for that on your first day, that would be, I think that'd be a little rough. Right. It's rough anyway. And then wishes and dealing with the massive crowds yeah. of people while you're trying to see it in and trying to get out of the park. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I would say, and I know this is a little bit off, but don't hurry out of the park. Right. But just go sitting up in the hub. Right. They're not going to boot you out of the park. Sit up in the hub and relax and watch the park empty and listen to it go from noisy to silent almost. Um, it's amazing. Adam and I kind of did that and sat in front of the castle until uh, close to 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it, it's really neat to watch watch the people leave. And again, we talked about being people watchers and uh, just let, let the crowd kind of flow out. I mean, in Epcot, we, we hung around for a long time after, after Illuminations. Nobody comes along and says, hey, you got to leave. You no. know, they're... They just don't do that. And we were kind of told that that they'll they don't care they'll let you pretty much stay in there as long as you want. I mean, if it's time for them to all go home, and you're still there. It's like okay, it's time for you to go home too. But yeah. They got they're cleaning up. They're you know they're closing things down. And so it, it and that's that's a nice nice time to just again just the reverse of what you did to start the day is, is just unwind and then stroll to the bus or stroll back to the resort. You know. Stay at the beach club, so that's always a nice, yeah, nice walk. A back. nice walk back, and then you take in the boardwalk. So it's a great way to close the day. Yeah, you know what? The, yeah, you're right. As far as uh, it is nice to not feel hurried, especially on that day. Mm -hmm. Just tempers flare pretty quick mm -hmm. if you're tired and and you're trying to rush all right off the bat. Yeah, it is nice though to feel as though you're not in a hurry, and you can just kind of look around and. Enjoy, enjoy the time that you're spending there. So that's a lesson that I can, I can probably learn. 
because it goes, you know, you know, the next day you're probably going to be getting up early, you know, some early, early magic hour somewhere, yeah. and, and you're going to be hitting it hard and trying to get the attractions in and doing some shows. And, but that first day, I think, is critical to, to setting the tone for the trip and helping your body be adjust to. Of course, you know, the older we get, the more we want to take care of our body and help our bodies adjust to the travel and the, the walking and the pace. Well, and I just know a bad first day, especially with kids, and stuff can ruin quite a bit of your trip. Yeah. And you're not making, you don't make good judgments maybe on things, and of course, yeah, the kids can be screaming and yelling back and forth with the parents, and uh, I think everybody's seen plenty of that. We even discussed that a little bit, that you go through the parks and you see people screaming and yelling at their kids, and yeah, that's not, that's not enjoyable for anybody, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trying, trying to do it, trying to do it all. You typically is probably where that, where where that's coming from. Is they, they're just trying to do it all, and there's just no way. Well, you end happen. up, you start off. A lot of people start off with the, with the mindset of, well, I'm spending all this money. I got to get everything I can right. out of it. But in the end, what you end up getting is ruining the entire trip, and then right. it's a bad experience for everyone. And now you've spent the money and you've ruined the experience. Right. So, yeah, better off to uh, ease into it slowly and don't worry about doing the juggernaut thing and hitting every single attraction. Yeah, it's like going to a buffet and, well, I paid 20 bucks for this buffet, I'm going to eat some of everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you walk yeah. out feeling and you're, sick. Yeah, you're miserable for the rest of the, the day. I wouldn't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> so how about how about closing closing your trip out? What, what, do you, what do you like to do on your last day? Oh, let me think here. Uh, you know what? I I guess a lot of the times, you know, I it depends. Sometimes, honestly, if I'm tired, I will skip out and go back and figure out something to do, even at the hotel within my room mm -hmm. environment. Um, probably my favorite thing, like I said, would be to do illuminations and then stream out of that park slowly. Um, everything else, I mean, I was just that phantasmic. And coming out of there is pretty much a herd. Yeah. You are like being herded by like cattle out of the park. So it's not a real kind of enjoyable way to right. end your day. Even though Fantasmic is amazing. Um, and same thing for Wishes. If you leave slowly and don't try to hurry out with much of the rest of the crowd, then it's not too bad. But it seems like Epcot... It has a lot wider leeway in where you're walking and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more space for people to walk around there. So you never feel like you're shoulder to shoulder smashed right. in with people uh, doing that. You know what, too? It's always fun if you just grab some counter servers or something to munch mm -hmm. on up in World Showcase mm -hmm. as you're heading into Illuminations. Have something, even if it's just a surge or something like that. Yeah, because you're not going to get anything on. once it starts. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everything's closed down and the party's over, so right. If so, you want something, get it beforehand. And let's face it, over there, there's a thousand different places to go to get something mm -hmm. to eat. Um, so tell me, I mean, what's your favorite thing to do here? Well, the, I mean, the last full day, typically, we'll end up at at, at Epcot because I'd like to end my trip with illuminations, you know, the last night, and then just have a slow a slow evening after that. Better way to close the day than illumination. This is my favorite event there. Uh, and then you know, a lot of times on your departure day, depending on when you're leaving, you know, it's nice to. I like to leave in the, like a 
mid-afternoon if you can get get that flight because you can get up, get packed, get your bags checked, get your boarding passes, and, and head over to downtown Disney. Or well, I actually even headed into um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, my last time out and yeah. spent uh, about three hours over there. Yeah, and that's doable too. It's, yeah, the only the only hitch I have with with doing that is if it's really hot, you're you know, you're getting sweaty, you're yeah. getting tired, you're getting kind of a little worn out. And, but but we've done that too, where we've you know, either had an annual pass or or whatever and had park access that last day. Or, or walk over to Epcot, you know, and have yep. lunch before you go, which is, which is nice. Just to get that last little, you know, taste of, of the park. But if you don't have park access, downtown Disney is, is a great venue. You just have to be aware of your timeline and getting back to the resort if right. you take a Magical Express and then... Yeah. Be a little tight it, sometimes, but it's yeah, nice. allow some extra time for your bus because sure enough, if you're yeah. in a hurry, it'll be the one time that it takes yeah. 25 minutes or so yeah. for your bus to get there to pick you up to and take you back. And you're taking a cab, so. yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, let me think here as far as closing things out in the parks. Hmm. So, do you, do you typically like to go to a park at your, on your departure day? Yeah, I would like to. I, I tell you, I always like that fact of sitting at home then that evening. Uh-huh. If you're if you've flown, yeah, and but, thinking, wow, where was I at this morning? I know, I know. That's always kind of a neat, a neat thing to reflect on that day. It's like, wow, I had breakfast this morning, and yeah, you know, in the parks or at you know, on Boardwalk. Yeah, yeah, you know, eating at the Boardwalk Bakery. Yeah, or oh, yeah, Main Street Bakery in Magic Kingdom. Or, um, you know, too, that's something I've never done to close out the evening. Just being out on the boardwalk, have you ever done something? Yeah. Like that? Other yeah, than riding the bike and doing that experience? Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it kind of ties in with typically staying at the beach club and watching Illuminations that last night is, you know, walking over and maybe just taking a stroll around and uh, watching some of the entertainment that might be out there. And uh, Yeah, I, I love the that whole feel of the boardwalk area with the lights and the water and, you know, the boats cruising along and honking their horn. It's just... To me, it's so relaxing. I'll tell you something else to, to do, and it's difficult to do now, and that's see um, Animal Kingdom in the dark. Yeah. Or even coming up on dark. And you can do it if you're there in the fall, because uh-huh. uh, the park still stays open until 5, but the nice thing is, really, by coming up on 5, it's already getting dark. Mm-hmm. If you can hang out there, always remember that buses and stuff don't run past an hour after park closing. Yeah. So I don't want to throw this out there and then have you be there and then miss the final bus. So I'd say stretch it to half an hour after the park's closed and see how much of the Animal Kingdom that you can see in the dark. Uh-huh. That place is, I mean, amazing. We have a lot of pictures up of it after dark. I think even did a video that takes you through the whole day. Different places in the park, starts in the morning and then you end up in the evening. You can see the sun setting and stuff with the trail that trail light. That would be very cool. Um, used to be an easier thing to do because they did extra magic hours in the evening, mm-hmm. but they're not doing that there anymore, so it's a little bit tougher to do. Uh, it's a whole different experience, so to be in that park at dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's amazing that they don't find ways of using it at dark a little mm-hmm. more often, but they don't. I'm sure they have the reasons for, for not doing that. I guess it could become easy in that park to uh, try to hide out there all night. Exactly. You wonder if that's part of the thinking. Yeah, and there's so many places they would have to go to try to find you. Yeah. That that could be next to impossible. 
And I'm sure it has something to do with trying to get the chaos of the park over with to get stuff done with the animals. Right, you gotta get the animals in and get them fed. And I would imagine that's a big part of it as well. Okay, um, well, I think that's that covers that pretty well as far as things to do. Um, yeah, remember to a lot of times at least. Start her in your day with uh, some good food. That's, that's always a great thing to do. No doubt, no doubt. And yeah, we'd love to hear how, how you start your trip and how you end your trip. Because I know everybody's a little different. Some people like to just jump right into it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think what, what we've kind of talked about has some merit to making your trip even more uh, relaxing and fun. Okay, well, it is, uh, yeah, 2 a.m. It's still dark and out. So we're heading down the road, and yep, that's right, it is still dark out. But it's not raining. Anyway, so you're probably going to hear a few more of these that we'll be recording along the way, and it's as much for you as it is for us. Uh, <laughs> keeps us awake and heading down the road. So uh, we'll be back with some other topics. So uh, we'll see you in a little while. Later. Okay, everybody, that wraps uh, everything up for this week, and so I uh, hope to come back with another discussion show, if not next week, uh, probably week after. Uh, I would like to try to get the, those few shows that I have uh, wrapped up uh, and out to you guys before I head to, um, to Disney World in September. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I actually did get some stuff out of it that I really didn't expect, but uh, it's always great, I feel, when uh, I can learn while everybody else is learning. So um, anyway, uh, that's it for this week, and I hope uh, hope to see you back again next week. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.